Hey everybody, welcome to Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some tabletop fun times. I'm Caleb. I'm Bobby. I'm David. And I'm Spencer. Uh, we'll be playing RPG later, but before we do that, Bobby, what did you do this week? Uh, I saw the Batman yesterday. Mm. I don't think I have anything to say about it. <laughs> it seemed like it might be that kind of movie. It's fine. Is it good enough that he would not have to do porn? <laughs> Apparently he was quoted saying that if the Batman does terribly, he'll... Oh, it'll do It'll do well. Well, then, he, it's not so, so no, bad. So no, he doesn't have to do porn. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, David. <sighs> Dave? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I watched some movies, but I can't remember if I talked about them. Try us. Did I talk about The Nun? Uh, no. Not on the podcast. So. Not on the podcast. So I've been prepping for some uh, Patreon footage or recordings for y'all in the future. So I've wa been watching some spooky movies. <laughs> and uh, I watched The Nun. And The Nun. <laughs> uh, it, it qualifies as a spooky movie. All right. Is it as spooky as La Llorona? It's spookier than La Llorona. Oh, man. La, Llor La Llorona is not spooky. Okay. It's a heartwarming family comedy. <laughs> Did you actually Grown watch Canto when you were supposed to be watching La Llorona? <laughs> <laughs> so I also did watch La Llorona, and I watched Annabelle Creation. I'm studying up on the Conjuring universe. Did you skip the first Annabelle? Uh, it's not on any streaming platform that I own. Okay. And I've also heard that it's not good. And it's kind of <laughs> like, this is kind of like the prequel. Right. So you have to learn how the doll was made. Mm. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you need to watch The Hobbit. You have yeah. to learn. And actually, you don't learn how it was made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> you just learn how it was haunted. That's pretty spooky, Dave. It's I would spooky. much rather watch How It's Haunted than How It's Made. That's Yeah, that's fair. You know? They, they actually, How It's Made is great. They leave themselves some room uh, for another prequel. I would I would watch a TV show called How It's Haunted. <laughs> Old Man Smithers was murdered here, and instead of burying his body correctly, they left his pinky inside the attic. <laughs> Amateurs. <laughs> so are all of those part of the Waniverse? Uh they're part of the Conjuring universe. Oh, the Conniverse. I don't know if I don't know if the Waniverse, because that would like include like anything that he's ever like touched, right? Including <laughs> Aqu Aquaman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Furious Seven. Yeah. He directed that. So. <laughs> so Spencer, what did you do this week? Uh, this week, and more specifically, over the last forty-five seconds, I've dealt with someone just revving their car outside my house. So that's kind of a cool thing. Um, but I watched the Batman yesterday. Oh, do you have a lot to say about it? Um, technically more than Bobby, so no, not really. <laughs> um, I liked it. It it might be the best Batman movie, I think. I don't know. It's it's It was good. I wasn't super excited for a new Batman movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Certainly not one that the appeal of which was a grittier Batman movie. Because that's kind of been the trajectory, but <laughs> yeah, Robert Pattinson they, aren't does a good job. Aren't they all gritty? It's right. like Batman the movie with uh, Adam West. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> With the exception of the Lego Batman movie, oh, and even yeah, that has its moments. <laughs> I, I think the probably the weirdest standout thing, um, which you know you run into with alter ego superhero movies or hero movies, uh, you have actors that they're a good Batman but a bad, 
you know, Bruce Wayne and vice mm-hmm. versa. I think he does okay as Bruce Wayne, but I think he is a more believable Batman than Bruce Wayne because the concept of someone existing as Robert Pattinson in the Batman, like someone who is just like a My Chemical Romance album cover <laughs> just at all times, but also is like a big muscle car guy. Um, it also doesn't sleep at all like, at any point at no part in the day. He is 24 seven. I, I don't know. He is just not a believable human being, but he's a pretty good Batman. It was, you know, well, I mean, so. to be to be fair, Bruce Wayne is in maybe three scenes. <laughs> it's about 98 percent Batman. <laughs> Does he speak in any of those scenes? I'm trying to remember. Uh he talks to Alfred once, I think. Oh, and, and he uses uh, he does sound kind of soft voice weirdo a little bit. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, he threatened somebody with like a bar of soap and a sock. Hey, you you don't smoke the wrong cigarette, Shelly. <laughs> I like that because we can never remember what he says. He also can't figure out how to like put a sentence together. <laughs> just come on. It's <laughs> just a Rick and Morty character, basically. <laughs> yeah. I also have been playing Elden Ring. You and everybody I, else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very early on in the game. I've only played 24 hours worth of game so far, which when advertised, they said it's a 30 hour game and it's got multiple endings. And I don't know of anyone who has beaten it yet that I'm talking to who's played it. And people are like at 60 and 70 hours. It's it's a big old game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's good. If you don't like the others, you won't like this one. There's some weird thing going around where people are like, this is the one to get you hooked. If you've never liked them before. No, no, that is not the case. <laughs> like, I assume it's very... like they're trying to trick people into like, like you can do open world stuff and level up and it won't be as tough. Yeah. Like the only, the only way it is more approachable in the mainline Dark Souls games and Bloodborne and Sekiro and all those, you're pretty linear. Maybe some branching pads, but pretty linear. And so a lot of the time you'll just get stuck, stuck at something. And you really have to, you know, bang your head against it or just straight up get better at it to progress. And I guess the difference with Elden Ring, that's still there, but you're in this just huge space. And so you can leave and go do something else. And so it's more approachable question mark in that way. But I don't know. It's not a jumping on point more so Mm -hmm. than any other, I don't think. And George R. R. Martin did stuff uh, involved with it. So there's a <laughs> okay. lot of like overlap of Western themes too, um, as opposed to kind of the other games. So like there's a lot of like Knights of the Round Table and. Uh, mm-hmm. But who Yggdras- came up with the Dung Eater? The Dung Eater <laughs> is one of the main five bad guys. <laughs> which, if you want a weird laugh, there's like a super over serious cutscene at the beginning of the game that introduces the crazy near sci-fi level like insane (laughs) lore jargon of the game and they introduce the five villains and they're all like ranilar queen of the moon at midnight and (laughs) like just all names like that and then (laughs) midway through that list of five they go the dung eater and it's just this (laughs) nasty guy that's being hung Um, (laughs) okay he's like sucking on someone's butt <laughs> you presumably right before the shot is taken. Yes, that, that was his crime. <laughs> he sucked my butt. Everyone else has like, ah, uh, I've grafted human parts to my body to gain their power. And this boss, who's at the same power level as them, it's just I'm the first person who's eaten ass, and no one was ready for it or me. <laughs> um, so. Per- near perfect game you can't name the horse yak um but otherwise pretty good 
What about you, Caleb? Uh, this week, I've been on a diet, so I, I basically just found myself watching, if you've ever seen these on YouTube, it's like uh, mostly like Asian and Southeast Asian, it's like silent videos of just people cooking street food. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is a YouTube channel called Foodie Boy, uh, but in <laughs> Korean, they don't they don't have the letter F, so it's called Pootie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> And it, he has like a logo. It's it's essentially the same thing. It's just like silent. You just hear like people cooking and like spatulas hitting a, a metal griddle. Pootie Boy has his logo. He like he has like eighty different ones. Like he gets it updated every week, and they're just like more and more progressively like little chibis of him. But he's like getting more and more stressed out. His hair's like crazier. Like he just got out of an insane asylum. Uh, and that's what I did this week. I looked up Pootie Boy, and all I can find is the Twitter of uh, some guy who's wearing an Iron Man mask. And actually looks kind of similar to Christian if he had more facial hair. Uh, and his display name on Twitter is Alex Trebek, but backwards. How did you arrive? How did Pootie Boy get you here? That's his Twitter name. Pootie Boy is like uh, his at, but his display name is Kebert Zella. Maybe that's uh, him. Maybe, maybe living his lifestyle of both filming street foods and being an Iron Man. He has no time to properly shape his hair. <laughs> Can I ask Caleb if, um, are you watching these videos because you're like learning how to cook healthy foods for yourself? Or is this like a, a living vicariously, I wish I had these delicious foods because I'm on a diet scenario? <laughs> I, I wish I could answer. I, th I think it, it's less that I choose to watch these and more that I wake up and then I, I am just doing it. It just, I, <laughs> I come to and they're on. <laughs> This sounds vaguely depressing, but not outright <laughs> depressing. And we're here for you if you need us. Okay. That's all I have to say. It is fun to see all the foods, though. Not not just because I'm desperately hungry. <laughs> Good luck and Godspeed, Pootie Boy. <laughs> Godspeed, Pootie Boy. <laughs> Are you boys ready for some RPG later? This is the fi finale, right? This is the finale. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll me up. Let's make this a uh, 15 parter and then in a year and a half we'll uh All right, I can do I can do that. We'll wrap it up. I might have to stretch this out. This episode will just be like uh what kind of shoes you guys wear normally? <laughs> me or Felix? <laughs> well, we'll probably need both. All right. Yeah, just for length. Yeah. How long are your shoes? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We open on a small basket. Two large ears covered in black and red fur poke out of a tight bundle of blankets nestled within it. The basket sits on the doorstep of a large stone cathedral. The sturdy door creaks open and a pair of feet 
shuffled next to the basket. It's examined for a moment, then swiftly kicked, tumbling towards a gully. The basket shakes helplessly as a Pink Floyd riff begins to play. Dow dow, dunna dunna, dow dow, dunna dunna. A man with one only one ear grabs the basket nonchalantly as he strays from a nearby road. He carries the basket back to his caravan and lifts it. It's gently grabbed by a collection of dirty children and placed aboard the crowded stonemobile. We don't need no education. The baby has grown into a toddler. As he stands in the mud, waiting to be given his ration of crumb pudding, a large, clumsy <laughs> turtlin, attempting to unstick his boots from the mud, uses his head to balance. Instinctively, the fox bear his, bears his claws and scratches deep grooves into the turtlin's face. The man with one ear hands the fox both rations of crumb pudding. We don't need no thought control. The fox is a young man now, and his teeth have grown sharp. He stomps angrily down the same road from which he was abandoned. His gang of young men and women watch as the cathedral burns from the inside. No dark sarcasm in the classroom. We see a square floating in space, settled on the neck of a giraffe. <laughs> a symbolic patch of straw begins to grow in the center of one of those landmasses teetering on the surface of the square. The patch quickly spreads, covering the entire world in straw. Teacher, leave them kids alone. The fox stands proudly amidst a sea of uniformed soldiers, broken up only by the occasional straw-adorned banner. Blue light pours on the acres of soldiers from a line of portals arranged at the front of the mass. The soldiers begin to march, disappearing as they step into the deep blue of the water-like surface. All in all, you're just a... Oh, no. Felix! <laughs> what you got? The wind blows harshly this high up on the rooftops. Uh, you sit in silence as you wait for the signal. It's been a long six hours. Uh, you understand that, that the Strozzi soldiers have been materializing through branches of Jaminko's Adventure Emporium. <laughs> Do we need an update here, Spencer? No, I, I understand everything that's happening. <laughs> uh, only an hour or so ago, your cellstone has stopped working. And that means they have killed the Queen Cellstone. No! <laughs> Wait, what? Is that an individual we know about? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yes, it is. All right. You do know about it, Spencer. Okay. <laughs> RJ mentioned that there was some important information held within Cecil's notebook. Everyone has agreed to meet at the northeastern gate of Pinnacle, uh, and this is the closest gate to Petite and RJ. Uh, unfortunately, it is also the location of the Cell Stone Quarry. Okay, question. <laughs> yes. Um, so... <laughs> We we know that through Malakar, all brains are connected on the stone network. <laughs> yes. Because Malakar's, he had everyone's brains on speed dial. So, <laughs> that's right. That, that is, is correct. Excellent so, uh, man, how, you, you how are does RJ. That, how, how does that affect uh, the, world's, <laughs> the world's brain power? <laughs> I, I well, think it would probably... Oh, go ahead, David. I was going to say, everybody's individual brain power 
There's no empathy. All empathy was connected by Malakar. And oh, the, dear God. <laughs> so it's just a world of sociopaths. Right, nobody understands Wait. how anybody else feels. Was Malakar the Queen Cellstone? <laughs> no, but he, he sort of, uh, uh, as far as we know, mastered it to, uh, to uh, be able to have people's brains on speed dial. <laughs> Are we to assume, as listeners and, and enjoyers of the quest for adventure, right. was Malakar saying that he has... Every sentient being's brain on speed dial, or just everyone in Blossom Prison. Uh, you know uh, what? I believe, I believe uh, verbatim, we were told that Malakar has everyone's brains on speed <laughs> dial. When, okay, well, I, I don't want to get into this for the for the, the whole uh, hour and a half here, Bobby. But uh, was this a, a, a Malakar saying? Can we trust his opinion, or was he sort of gloating, over exaggerating his uh, abilities? Oh. Is that a possibility? I believe it was confirmed secondhand from Felix that we had, that Malakar was the one with everyone's brains on yeah. speed dial. He at least has my brain on speed dial. Yeah. So yeah, so to be fair, I feel like I, I if Felix says it, I would trust it. That's just me. I feel like he if he if he had that doubt, he would follow up on that. That's fair. That's fair. I just I, I want to consider just for a moment that let's say if you were at the Golden Corral, which we all love, <laughs> and the like pudding smith came out with a new trough of pudding and said everyone more pudding available they're talking to everyone in that given golden corral mm. not every <laughs> sentient human being in the world <laughs> like everyone just pours through the doors for fresh pudding i mean i think if i think if everyone in the world could hear right. that there was more pudding <laughs> All then, right. Then they would be welcome to said pudding. Right. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> as long as they have uh, the uh, $5.99 entry fee into the Golden Corral, they would be able to have that pudding. <laughs> no further so questions, saying, Your Honor. We're, we're at an impasse. We'll have to come <laughs> no, back we're next not. month. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the, with the slaying of the Queen's Cellstone, a million puddings screamed out and were suddenly found. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, uh, yes, I think we can, <laughs> we can all agree on that. <laughs> okay, where am I? <laughs> so, like right now, in my life, I don't. <laughs> do you have any more dog. info on the, <laughs> what the hell you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we need to talk to NPCs. I, I like that uh, this is the episode where you put a stop to me just saying things. <laughs> Queen Cellstone is too far, Caleb. That's, that's, that's a little too far for we me. We just have questions. We're not disagreeing. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, I see. Are you excited about this new lore, Bobby? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I would like to know more. Uh, well, <laughs> hmm, that's good. Why don't uh, Felix? You give me an intelligence check. That's an eight. Can Can RJ give you one? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Before before the Cell, Queen Cellstone was killed, uh, RJ was in the in the know. Thirteen. Okay, with a, a thirteen, you're by no means an expert uh, on the functioning of cellstones. However, you do know that there is a queen that births all cellstones, but when she is killed, they no longer function. Uh, why is there a mine? What do you Corey? mean? What do you mean? Somebody's got you. You talk to your cellstone, and then the. Words go to the queen and then go to the other cellstone. <laughs> Just continue. Is the quarry like where the queen resides, like in the ground? Yes. Is it like a, okay? Yeah, and, and it's like her hive. <laughs> and we're, you're very fortunate that uh, RJ knows that 
if a new queen were to be crowned, the cell stones would begin working again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like all the all the workers all the worker cell stones are like just like buzzing around. Sorry, rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are two options that this concept is something that Caleb has been thinking about for like <laughs> five years or five days. <laughs> no one between five, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, this would be a funny joke, said Caleb. <laughs> oh, we're recording today. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, proceed, I guess. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, you can see with your beastly eyes, Felix, uh, that Blaze, who you have fortunately met up with. Has begun to has he has raised his hand slowly uh, on an, a building maybe four hundred feet away from you. You see that Blaze is gazing down into the dimly lit streets, uh, and then you see quickly he snaps his hand down and he looks to you, Felix. It is time to jump. All right, I'm, I gotta jump. Will you give me a dexterity check? It's eight. <laughs> All right, with an eight, uh, unfortunately, you do jump a little too far as you sort of scrape against the the building across from you, and you do tumble downwards, eventually landing on this large, furred creature. <coughs> go, go, super dude! All right, and you do, in fact, turn invisible. You, you see the creature startled, gives a, an immediate jump, but seems confused, and you do see that it is Cody. I knew it. You can. Uh, oh, you mean, uh, hang on. <laughs> stop it, stop it, don't do it. You know what it is, and you shouldn't say it. Is that Flubbo? <laughs> He says invisible. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank God I landed on Flubbo. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, you see that Blaze still atop the building. is sort of frantically motioning you his direction as if he wants you to quickly travel towards him. All right, well, I'll do it. Are you going to do it with Cody? Sure, I'll try to I'll try to smack him on the butt and see if he runs that way. All right, Uh-oh. is that is that, you? <laughs> is that what you're going to try to do? Yeah, sure. So, uh, for the audience at home, but we do know that that. Uh, oh, sorry, I almost called him something. We do know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we know that uh, Cody is uh, sentient, so y- you could uh, try to talk to him. You could try to force him, steer him, tame him right. like a beast he is. Or you do know that you have a little sour in your back pocket, and I'll let you uh, <gasps> come up with the moral implications of using a little sour on an unwilling participant. I'd also like to point out that uh, Cody has a coin slot in his nose. Oh, that's true. I, I have some. I have some coins. I'll just put a coin slot in his nose, and I say, uh, "Take me whatever direction blazes in." Okay. Uh, how many coins do you put in it? Probably like five. I assume coins equal speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as you put one in, it goes way too fast, and then you put four more in. Uh, I'd like you to give me either strength or dexterity because he is moving. That's an eleven. All right, with an 11, you are able to just barely hold on. Uh, you bounce a few times, but you do. You are able to grab onto the tail of Cody uh, as he, he hits full speed. As you pass under Blaze, you see coming from out of an alleyway, Eno. Uh, Eno, will you give me a dexterity check? Oh, no. As a negative two, unless I'm doing something with my left hand, in which case it's worse and undetermined. You, did you roll a, am I, am I correct that you rolled a negative two? No, I said 15, obviously. <laughs> I rolled very well. Okay. I just have a negative I, two I today. now. Okay. Yeah, All sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, with a 15, Felix, you do see that Eno is sort of leaping up into the air as if he is jumping over something. And you see behind him is Lloyd, still transformed into an enormous vampire. Oh. Eno, would you like to try and grab on to Cody? Yes. 
Felix, would you like to help? I would. Okay. 13 for me. 14 for me. All right. So unfortunately, you are able to, or fortunately, you are able to grab onto each other. <laughs> unfortunately, Eno survives. <laughs> uh, however, both of you sort of, Felix, you're able to catch his hand, his still good hand, <laughs> and you are now both sort of dangling from Cody's tail. Uh, Lloyd. Yeah. So I have sent you a character sheet for Mega Lloyd. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm going to send one to both Eno and Felix as well. Ooh. I, I assume you meant Mongoloid. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. uh, Lloyd, as you, you sort of look at these figures, uh, your vision is somewhat blurred. It's almost as if you can see the hearts in the three creatures that you're chasing and the blood pumping through their body. Am I just running after them? <laughs> you are, yes. I just want to note that the uh, race for Cody is Falcori. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot it. <laughs> the pe- the people of Falcor, I assume. Yeah, I, like, we gotta have like a. You guys okay with that? Can I? Can we not have another uh, Cellstone Queen situation going on here? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so there's a Queen Falcor that we all may be familiar with from the Neverending Story. Uh, and whenever yeah. whenever you guys are ready, it is Lloyd's turn. Am I like keeping pace with him? Uh, yes, you are able to keep pace with your rippling leg muscles. Let's say, let's say for the purposes of the story, you are exactly on pace with Cody. <laughs> Precisely down to the 100th of a mile per hour. All right. What's, uh, what are our surroundings looking like? Uh, you are running down the quest line. So lining both sides of the streets are the various bars and uh, a few sort of street carts that have been abandoned. I want to... Are there any uh, like light poles around? Uh, yes. Uh, on the the same side as the bars, there is a whole line of light poles. Uh, as I'm running, I want to try to grab onto one, sort of twirl around it, and launch off of it okay. at them. Ten! <laughs> <laughs> right, with a ten, unfortunately, you are unable to gain any ground. Uh, you grab the light pole. You do, in fact, swing across it. But rather than launching towards Cody and the our two heroes, you sort of grind against the, the doors and windows of the quest line before being sort of launched back into the center of the road uh lloyd felix cody yes you know you know Cecil. what did i say <laughs> lloyd felix um, oh yeah so i i have some questions uh um, sure has significant time passed between the events of the last episode and now six hours oh okay so just six hours okay yeah. and, it, the, and it, the straw popping up all over the giraffe threw me okay yeah that that was uh from their dimension oh okay okay so just six hours in that time, I'll tell you what I want to do. I would like to have Bobby roll intelligence as RJ to know if there's anything to bring a vampire down from this state. But I don't know if it's val- like fair that we've communicated with him in that time. It sounds like somewhat for the plan, but. Sure. So how about, uh, oh, oh, sorry, RJ. Uh, yeah, you do, right. you do decide how much you've, you've talked about that. I can give you an RJ bonus. I feel like it would be fair for Eno to be like, hey, this crazy thing happened. I didn't even know that pale people did that. Sure. Can can you tell me how to slurp out his muscles? <laughs> <laughs> how about RJ and Eno both give me intelligence rolls? Okay. I'll just take the higher. Uh, RJ has a 15. Eno has a 5. Okay. Luckily, you did, in fact, ask RJ, Eno, and you know that you're somewhat fortunate as tonight is the first night that both of these suns will rise. Uh, parallel to one another. They're known as God's Eyes. Uh, when the sun rises, Lloyd's blood rage will subside. But of course, if he is actually out in the sun, it will kill him. Gotcha. 
Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Felix. Yeah. As you're running, you can make out in the... It's still nice. far in the distance, uh, but you do see that there is sort of this mob in the direction you're headed. Like a paparazzi mob? <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Did they have pitchforks? Unfortunately, it's so Two. it's so far away, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. That's a yes. You, so you're continually being chased by Lloyd. And then uh, if you'll note in the traits on uh, the character sheet, if you're riding Cody, uh, Cody and his riders can and must choose actions at the same time. Okay. We know he's keeping up but not gaining on us. Right. So I feel like I would just want Cody to charge ahead. Right. I don't think there's a like a direct, unique move for that, really. Uh, and then recall that you are both dangling from his tail. I just oh, want to get, okay. get on, get on, grab on yeah, to yeah. his body. Yeah, climb up. Okay. Give me strength checks. It's a nine. It's a seven. <laughs> okay. All right. Unfortunately, you do, in fact, attempting to grab on to pull yourself up to Cody's back, slip away, uh, and, oh. and then sort of crash to the ground. Cody! Fortunately, uh, moving at the, the pace you were, Lloyd uh, accidentally steps and trips over you. Will you give me a dexterity, Lloyd? 12. All right, with a 12, uh, Lloyd, would you like to leap over them and continue after Cody, or would you like to trip but stay with these two? I guess I will stop. Okay. Then you do, in fact, trip over the two figures in front of you. It seems like Flobo is going to continue if he's not addressed. I, I do want to call out for him. I got more coins, Cody. Uh, oh, so I got man. a question. We're getting so close. So I, got, I got a question. Do you call him <laughs> Cody or Flobo? I called him Cody. Okay. Uh, you know? After a, after a bit of a bit of a flub. <laughs> I, hey, I did not say I did not say Flobo out loud. I almost did though. Man, that's a pretty good idea, Bobby. Does he react to? The coins thing at all? Uh, it does not seem like it. Seems like he has okay. been paid and he's going to get there. So Come back! You know, I fell off! Bit... You're not... You didn't pay! <laughs> I mean... <laughs> ah! You didn't pay, Cody! <laughs> You're going to pay! Eno, with a bit of a stage yell to Felix, is like, Man, this is a pretty flubbed up situation! <laughs> uh, give me a charisma check, Eno. Trying to get his attention, but not... Actually call him that. 18. Okay. With an 18, yeah. his head does snap backwards looking at you as he continues. <laughs> it does seem to get his attention. I see you, Eno. <laughs> his, yeah, his head stays in the same position as his bod- body runs at Mach 10. <laughs> We're totally flubbed if our friend Cody doesn't come back and help us. <laughs> All right. It does appear like he is turning, sort of uh, pouncing up one of the buildings, and turning back around to oh gosh. come to you. <laughs> Cody's horrifying. Eno <laughs> uh, in- starts to run toward him and, and like, kind of half grabs, half tries to pick up Felix with him. All right. Uh, so there is a collapsed buff, uh, I'll say sexy, vampire in front of you. How would you like to try to get past him? I, I mean, hurdle over him is the right answer, but that's a negative too. <laughs> but yeah, I need to, I'm, I'm going to do that. Just try to hop over him. Okay. Felix? Yeah, I'm going to jump on him. All right, give me two dex checks. Lloyd's going to try to jump scare grab them. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, he succeeds with me. That's a three for Eno. That's a 19. I I like to imagine since, like, Felix actually just jumps on the back of Eno <laughs> and does, like, the Koopa, Koopa shell kick. <laughs> <laughs> so Eno just, like, <laughs> is knocked back right. into, yeah. That's an 18 to jump scare grab. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. Now, Felix, you are able to uh, leap off of 
Eno's shoulders, you know, a, a noise that I can't make with my mouth. And you do you do clear Lloyd's uh, big muscular body uh, and head towards Cody. Eno, give me a focus check. That is a nine. All right. Uh, I'm going to say take damage from the mere sight of Lloyd. Uh, natty six on the damage, so I'm okay. All right. Lloyd, what would you like to do with Eno? I want to spin him around like a ragdoll and bounce him into the concrete. <laughs> okay. Like, also like a ragdoll. Like holding on to his leg as a, yeah. Oh, so long, you Bowser. So long, you Bowser. <laughs> I see. <laughs> All right, give me dexter, or sorry, give me strength. Uh, 14. You know, give me constitution. I want to use a unique move, okay. but it also is a constitution check. It's the my turtle defense unique move where I can go completely immobile inside the shell uh, if I succeed and can't take damage within reason. So he doesn't have anything to grab onto, but even if he does slam me on the ground, I'm I'm in total shelled up mode. Okay. That is a 14. Ooh, and what did you get, Lloyd? A 14. All right, well, let's, say, let's say since it was a tie and you used your unique ability, you know, you are safe. So he does, in fact, slam you under the ground. Unfortunately, your hardened shell cracks the cobblestone ground beneath you. Uh, and you are undamaged. Uh, you just hear muffled from within the show. Nerd! <laughs> uh, Felix, do you run towards Cody? Yeah, but, and I'll say, uh, I'll say go, go, super dude again to become uninvisible. Okay. Uh, right here, Cody! All right, Cody is sort of staring at Eno. It seems like he is going to run past you. Oh no. I want to jump on him. Give me dexterity. 15. With a 15, you are able to definitely grab on and firmly seat yourself. Eno and... Lloyd, give me constitution checks. A 14 for Eno. 19 for Uber Lloyd. <laughs> no. Right. Cody crashes into you, Uber Lloyd. Fortunately, you are only nudged slightly, whereas Eno is launched, still in his shell, through the window of Dranker, uh, and you crash behind the bar, Eno. Felix, you seem to have control over Cody. What would you like to do? Hey, Cody, that big vampire man called you Flubbo. <laughs> all right his head uh twists but the same direction uh, making a full 180 looking back at lloyd uh, and he's going to attempt to bite you lloyd i'm going to oh man try to obsessive compel him okay <laughs> can you get uh, can you tell us about that uh so it's similar to my uh my regular lloyd compulsion except instead of being bound until the task is carried out uh they are bound for life or until a counter spell is cast and i i just say you are mine cody <laughs> that's a oh nice <laughs> all right what would you like cody to do well get the fox off of him first of all, all right. and then let me on once uh once he's done as this is happening i'm just gonna <laughs> rocket jump off <laughs> i'm gonna rocket jump into, did that. <laughs> i'm gonna rocket jump into dranker <laughs> all right yeah you see that Cody's head once again twists the same direction, back towards you, uh, and he's going to sort of whip his body and try to fling you off. And you're going to rocket jump into Dranker. Yeah, but that was a nine. We're just we're going to die here. <laughs> yes. All right. So you you point your feet in the direction of Dranker as you see Eno sort of standing up behind the bar, uh, and you are fired too high into the apartments above through a window as you sort of crash uh, safely on a nice comfy bed. Well, then I have to circle around on the bed and then curl up. Take a nap. His weakness. <laughs> All right, Eno, what would you like to do? Um, so the 
goal of our plan, I, I don't want to like spoil anything, but can I as a player know enough to know like what we're trying to do? Like we're trying to get to the gate where RJ and Petit are. Is right. that right? Right. Okay. Would I know that Cody's really the only like meaningful way to do that? Or I guess I could run through the streets, but Cody's very fast. Yeah. Cody would certainly get you there the quickest and you would probably lose track of Lloyd, which means he could end up outside when the sun comes up. I don't even think Ina would know that a counter spell could stop this, let alone be able to cast one. So, right. Uh, yeah, I, I think he, if you'll permit that he saw Felix crash through, he's going to try and go upstairs to wake him up from his nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's going to ring the dinner bell. All right. Yeah. Do you want to try and sneak away? I, I assume. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Like since they know I'm in here, but probably aren't sure where I'll try to sneak upstairs as a six. He lumbers up the stairs, <laughs> tripping dun, on every dun, other dun, step. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you see his turtleneck just peek around the corner. All right. Where <laughs> Felix is. Felix, I, I don't, I don't know what to do here. This is going really bad. I think you just need to super dude and and make it to RJ and Petite. Well, obviously he knows where I am. He can smell my heartbeat or something. Well, I mean, uh, it won't even work. Just take a nap. <laughs> the only solution. <laughs> this I this bed is so comfy. <laughs> Hold on, let, you, we can't. And then he touches the bed, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" I know it's empty, but someone clearly just dried this sheet like just an hour ago. <laughs> it's wow. still warm. So warm. Yeah. This is incredible. And he lies down like too and up. gives up. His body produces extra <laughs> heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, where's he at? All the beds here are warm. He can't quite make out. His, <laughs> his heat vision is just a bunch of rectangles. What's happening? <laughs> uh, Eno picks up the bed and starts running with it in the opposite <laughs> direction of the building. Um, all right. Are there any like tunnels or different exits from Dranker that we would know about? Currently, you're sort of in the upstairs of it. You do know that there's sort of this these kind of cramped passageways that you can use to travel between the different bars. They're sort of used to take out the trash discreetly. We're going to have to go through the kissing hole, Felix. <laughs> All right, but I'm not kissing you. Never say never. And then he runs out the door and toward the uh, maintenance exit. All right. Uh, Lloyd, what would you like to do with Cody? Now that he he does appear to be obeying your every command. So where am I in relation to them? You are essentially in the center of the street, outside the building. But I saw where Felix, I saw where he was launched into. Yeah, you do. And and you have traveled a ways. Uh, so you can also see what Felix saw, sort of this large mob at the end of the street. Now now a bit closer. Think about all that blood that they have. Yeah. How How enticing are they compared to the two that I'm chasing right now so there's certainly much much more blood in the mob we're, we're probably talking hundreds of people but they are further away and currently uh, because you can't necessarily see them you can sort of smell their blood you know that eno and felix are nearby cody i want you to go up there and drag them out by the next to me <laughs> all right i smack him on the butt as i launch him towards Felix and Eno. <laughs> it's a hearty smack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Felix, Eno, you're barely able to make it through the small passageway into the back corridors before Cody's large head sort of crashes through the doorway. Uh, will both of you give me dexterity checks? Eleven. Nine. <laughs> okay. Felix, would you like to stay safe or stay on the same side as Eno? I gotta stay safe. <laughs> All right. Uh, you dive in opposite directions. Uh, you die? You die? <laughs> you, di you die in opposite directions. 
Uh, you dive in opposite directions. Felix, you are able to leap out of the way. Eno, unfortunately, because of your limp, it sort of pains you as you begin to jump and you falter. Uh, oh. And it does crash your lower half behind Cody's snout. Oh, no. And I'd like you to take damage. Four, which I believe passes with medium armor. Yeah, so you, you're sort of pressed into the wooden wall between uh, Cody's large snout and the back of this alleyway. Either Felix or Eno, what would you like to do? Uh, Eno's right next to the coin slot. Uh, that's true, yes. Uh, I just, do you have any coins, Eno? Yes. Try putting another <laughs> coin in. <laughs> All right, I do just that. <laughs> All right, and as you do, he doesn't, he does uh, move more quickly as he's sort of pawing at this small doorway trying to get through. I just start cramming coins in because, as we may recall, I got thrown in right behind the bar. And so I'm here at the register, so I'm just taking coins out and just jamming coins in. <laughs> uh, just fistfuls of coins into Cody. He, he does, in fact, speed up faster and faster and faster until eventually he sort of bursts through the back of the, the wall uh, past you, Felix. Uh, Eno, will you give me strength or dexterity? Strength it is every time. <laughs> 16. All right, with the 16, you are able to grab onto the a wooden wall, grab a sort of a loose plank uh, as Cody crashes past you. Uh, you see that he's not only gone past you, but he's sort of pierced through to a, a building on the opposite side. Uh, and there is a brief moment where you are free of Cody. You see his tail sort of disappear through the hole. What would you two like to do? I guess we got to go towards, uh, go meet up with Blaze. So Blaze would be in the opposite direction. Is that what you'd like to do? Away from, we got to get away from Cody. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let, let's, let's say that, uh, you guys are between Blaze and the Cellstone Quarry. Oh, I mean, we need to go wherever we're meeting. Okay. I assume Blaze will meet us there. So was Blaze, he was motioning for us to go to a specific spot though, right? Uh, I think he was assisting in uh, getting- I was just telling us to jump down because Cody was there. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then I'm with uh, Felix, David as well. Would you like to run very quickly to see how quickly you can get out of here? Or would you like to try and sneak away? Maybe you can lose Cody. I mean, we can try to sneak. Do you want to sneak and I run? I mean, I don't if... trust my ability to sneak. <laughs> I'll uh, try I'm it. sneaking. I'll try it. I'll try it. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16. Okay, yeah. With a 16, you are able to head north, which is towards the Cellstone Quarry, down this passageway. As you move past the hole that was made by Cody Eno, uh, you see he has already turned around. Uh, and you have to jump out of the way before his face again crashes into this tiny alleyway, uh, and you are knocked prone. You see that Cody is now sort of pawing and biting, uh, his head barely fitting in this tiny alleyway. Felix, you're fine. Perfect. <laughs> you know, what would you like to do? Yeah, I guess I'm just going to try to full run <laughs> now that it's obvious where I'm at. Okay, so he is very close to you. Will you give me a dexterity then? That is a four. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you trip as you try to escape Cody, and uh, one of his large paws crushes on top of you. Will you give me damage? Yes, I will. Take damage, Caleb. <gasps> that is a natural one. A natural one again. <laughs> right. A natural oh one my for God. the third oh no. time. Oh no. That is a natural six. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, yeah, you're... Your hand and your thigh are both crushed beneath this enormous paw. Uh, fortunately, it's fairly soft, so only the weight is really the problem. Uh, Felix, 
You're doing great. You're doing great, buddy. <laughs> Good job, Felix. Perfect. You see that Eno is being crushed behind you. What would you like to do? Should we come back to Lloyd for a second? Uh, just, just one before we cut to Lloyd. Okay. I I say, hey, Flubbo. <laughs> say, catch me if you can. And then I say, go, go, super dude. Okay. <gasps> so I think what I'm going to do is give, let's do a Lloyd and Felix charisma challenge. 15 for Lloyd, for Uber Lloyd. 15 for Felix. Oof. Okay. I'll, Again? I'll, I'll let Bobby choose. Let, let's, let's say, the, does your desire to see, uh, your friends Wait, shine through. As, wait, as me? As, yeah, as Bobby. Bobby Gazoo. Bobby Gazoo shows up. Everything's paused. Oh, this wasn't supposed to happen. Bobby Gazoo. You're all dum dums. <laughs> I uh. So Bobby Gazoo pops up and he walks over to Felix's dice and he turns uh, Felix's roll a seven and an eight and he uh picks up the seven and r- rolls it over to an eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then disappears. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then uh oh and he gives eno the middle finger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort, of a, sort of a mixed bag there yeah, a little bit <laughs> what? and a and a wink <laughs> oh. okay all right that's two for one that's a good ratio <laughs> he's so flirty Bobby. <laughs> that's why he's the best in the biz all right you do see that uh cody rather than pressing you down with his paw you know is now sort of grabbing on either wall with each paw as he's sort of trying to pull himself through this tiny corridor what would you like to do i I just want to get away from it (laughs) like uh yeah i'm just trying to shuffle my way through maybe even using my warhammer as sort of like a cane to get back up and and get moving again all right well i got some bad news you have to give me another dex check (laughs) (sighs) eventually you have to accidentally roll a good one (laughs) all right i'll say this hey you know uh what if we have the if only the quickster was here You're going to leave your shell with if only, Cody? If only he was here, but he's dead, I heard. <laughs> oh, he did. He did die. <laughs> he did died. And then I say, go, go, super dude, and I wink at him. But, I, but I've got a question. <laughs> and you flip me off as well, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, we all know the quickster died, but let me ask you this, Spencer. Did he fully die that day? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is he? Dead, 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 dead. I guess we'll find out. And then I wink and flip off all of you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12 for Dex. All right. Would you like to safely escape or would you like to rise? Oh, wait a minute. Let's just say you get away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get, you get away. What were you going to say? Would you like to hey, rise to the occasion and punch Flubbo? I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, would you like to? Would you like to rise up as the Quickster? But he he did fully die that day, from what I understand. He, I mean, hey, I'll I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, I just want to escape for now. All right, you are able to. You see that uh, Cody's paw sweeps past. Just you are just out of reach, uh, and you do get away before Cody's able to. Even though he continues to paw and scratch at this small corridor, he doesn't make uh, a lot of headway. Lloyd. I am still on the street, kind of following the noise. I'm going to try to, like, maybe climb a fire escape and get up to the the floor that they're at or whatever. Okay, give me dexterity. 14. All right, with a 14, would you like to stay on the ground, or stay on ground level, rather, but keep up with them? Or would you like to make it to the roof uh, and lose some ground? I'll just keep up with them right now, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you do sort of hear the rustling coming from the mostly empty bars. Uh, and you can you can sort of hear them running on this uh, cheap wood floor uh, as you keep up with them, sort of running parallel as far as you can tell. Let's let's do dex checks all around. This is, this will be the big the big dex check. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> uh, 
That's a one for Eno. 13 for Uber Lloyd. 11 for Felix. All right. Felix, you are able to travel fairly easily. Uh, Eno, you feel this intense pain in your leg, uh, and you, no. you do stumble loudly onto this rickety floor. And Lloyd, you do hear it through a sort of a thin wall in one of the bars. What's what is, what's a bar? <laughs> the tipsy mom? What, what's a bar with you? <laughs> the smacking ass. Smacking ass, yes. <laughs> So the, sort of the Weeaboos. cheap, thin walls you, you hear, you know, sort of crash. How tall are these rooms? Uh, let's say they, you mean the ceiling? Yeah. Not super tall. Let's say eight feet. Uh, well, let's try it. Let's see if I can uh, bust through the the floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or It'll bu- probably be bust, pretty bust, easy. Bust through the ceiling onto the the floor. Maybe grab Eno. Okay. Oh, 33. Wow, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eno, will you give me yeah. constitution? Thank you. An 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Felix. Uh, sorry, not Felix. You're fine, Felix. You're doing great. Good job, Felix. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, you- I'm, I'm, really, I'm really doing a whole lot. <laughs> Eno, almost as soon as you collapse to the floor, you're sort of compressed against the ceiling. You see that Lloyd has not only crashed through the floor, but he is sort of pressing you into the ceiling. And when you take damage... Uh, that is a three, which is a fail. Oh, wait, three would have passed, so I'm okay. Yeah. Felix, would you like to continue forwards or turn back? Face the wrath of Flubba. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to turn back? Well, you you see that just behind you, Eno has been crushed against the ceiling by Lloyd, by Uber Lloyd. <sighs> is Flubbo chasing me? Uh, it, it, you can kind of see Flubbo at the end of the hall. He's sort of stuck in the same position, trying to claw his way. He's now, he's gotten deeper into this tiny corridor, so he's essentially stuck. I would like to see if I can sneak past Flubbo. Uh, he is on the opposite side of Lloyd and Eno. Oh, okay. I'll try to sneak up behind Lloyd. Okay, and you are invisible, right? Right. Uh, 15. Give me a focus check, Lloyd. Uh-oh. 11. All right, you are able to sneak up behind Lloyd, Felix. I guess I'm going to walk up behind him and uh, I'll tap him on the shoulder while getting my fire breath ready for <laughs> fire in his face. Okay. Actually, what the heck? Let's, let's, let's try not to hurt him this time. I'll just tap him on the shoulder. Okay. Does he turn around? Uh, I guess give me charisma checks. <laughs> 23. <laughs> Dang it! I got 18! <laughs> All right. Uh, he does know you were there. Lloyd, there's now a figure behind you. I guess you So do. I still have Eno pressed against the ceiling, right? Yeah. Let, let's say that he has now pressed your right forearm against his tiny, nod uber body, uh, and Felix is behind you. I, I want it all. I'm going to hold Eno with one hand and try to grab Felix with the other. <laughs> okay. Give me strength versus dex. I got a 22. 13. All right. There is an opening now, Felix. He sort of greedily, uh, with one of his arms, grabbed at you, and you're able to dodge out of the way. What would you like to do? I guess I got to fire breath him. Okay. Now, I have a question. Will your fire breath also hit Eno? So he's holding Eno at the ceiling, right? Right. So he's gigantic. So I'm going to try to fire breath right at his abs. Okay. Try, try to make him ride the pain train. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 11. All right, with an 11, would you like to miss both of them or hit both of them? Uh, I, I gotta miss them. I can't kill Kill Eno. both. Kill both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you see the flames fire out of your mouth. A bigger plume than you imagine, and you, you sort of jerk it away to the side. Will all of you give me focus checks? 16 for Lloyd. 17 for Felix. 11 for Eno. <laughs> all right. Felix and Lloyd? You do hear a crash come from the street, and both of you see Blaze 
you see that he has a stake in his hand and he is running towards Lloyd. This is no time for dinner, Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he's being choked. <laughs> I would like to cook the steak. <laughs> uh, Lloyd, what would you like to do? Blaze is part vampire, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh no. And I see, I see Blaze. You do coming at us. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try to compel <laughs> uh, Eno. <gasps> I say, destroy that other vampire. Okay. I'm not rolling. <laughs> and that's a twenty-one. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait. What? So that's charisma to contest it. Focus or charisma, let's say. I literally can't pass them. Wait, <laughs> that's a you... 19, though. Oh, that's pretty good. Don't you have a thing with your constitution where you can use it as well? I mean, up to you. Yeah, I, I can use constitution as a modifier if it's something that's like physically motivated, uh, focus like torture, you know, with during torture or something like that. So if that fits, I'll take a plus three. I think we have to again. I'm sorry, Bobby. Bobby, because he's back. Uh, how is this uh, compulsion uh, created? Physical prowess, pain. Or is it, it, is it like all psychic, charm? Though. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's like mental domination. All right. I think I I'm say. shot. I think you are yeah. too. All right, Eno. Or sorry, Lloyd. I guess, Eno, you're not in charge anymore. I throw <laughs> I throw Eno in the direction of Blaze. <laughs> all right, Eno. I go in my shell to kill him like a wrecking ball of some sort. <laughs> all right. How about you give me constitution then? All right. We're just all evil. We haven't done an evil campaign. This could be fun. 13. All right, with a 13, would you like to strike him and both of you fly out the window? Or would you like to stay up with uh, your master, Lloyd, uh, but miss him? Uh, Strike him and fly out the window, based on how I assume I'm supposed to carry out these commands. All right. That is what Lloyd would prefer you do. Yeah. All right, uh, Felix, you see that Eno is launched via Lloyd into Blaze as they both crash through the window. Are you still invisible? (sighs) Yeah. Okay, what would you like to do? I gotta jump out the window too, I guess. <laughs> okay. I, I will say, all compulsion a vampire has over creatures would end on his death. Do you want to die? Well, no, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that is an option. I assume that it'll go away too if you're... This is like uber compulsion. Oh yeah, if, if it... So if it uh, when the night ends. Yeah. Is there like a safe or anything I could lock Lloyd in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me... Uh... Focus check. Well, that's three. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, you're not quite aware of your surroundings being so hectic. It's got to go down this hallway. Yeah, so it seems like your options are to continue towards the quarry or to leap out the window with Eno. Uh, which way is the crowd? The crowd is also towards the quarry. Okay, let's let's take Lloyd towards this crowd. Yeah, and, and you would probably expect that they are fair, pretty close now as you've continued down this direction. I think that's the play. Okay, Lloyd. You see that this creature that whose blood you can perceive is going to head away from you. Uh, and you see that Blaze and Eno have flown out the window. Wait, so where are you going, Felix? I assume down the corridor towards the crowd. Yeah, let's say that this is north. The crowd would be north down the road, and he's going north down the corridor. Okay. So I guess while I'm up here, I'm going to use Storm of Darkness, which is my cloaking ability. But it does have additional effects, so... uh uh, on a success, you become one with the shadows and can't be detected by normal means for a short time. During this time, you can travel through physical objects at will. Uh, reappearing will destroy an inanimate object that occupies the same space and damage a sentient one. So I'm going to try and hide, maybe get the drop on this invisible guy or or the crowd if we get there. Uh, 19. <laughs> All right. 
Give me focus, Felix. 17. Okay, unfortunately with the 17, though you do perceive his smell, it is too late, uh, and he... Are you going to try and reappear? Oh, am I right? doing a smell check? Yeah. Oh, sorry, you get a bonus? Yeah. Sure. I think it would just be a plus two. Okay. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, Bobby, get back in here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, dum-dums. Can't do an adventure without me doing all the rules, huh? Hey, Bobby. Does he only have one finger? It's like he's always... Yeah. <laughs> I flip off the later man. <laughs> <laughs> Who we can all see. So, I mean, I think Felix would know that he has gone invisible. Mm-hmm. No one... I, I think it succeeds for... Everyone except Felix, who would, I guess, be able to smell me. I would say maybe Lloyd wouldn't get any bonuses towards Felix for being uh, imperceivable or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so then... And then then I give everyone the double bird and I spin around and disappear. (laughs) (laughs) I waggle my tongue at Eno and uh, Blaze in the street. (laughs) All right, uh, uh, you see that Gazoo Caleb is starting to, like, push you out of the scene. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I'm trying to give him a noogie. <laughs> Alright, we just cut away from that. It's still going on, but we have to cut away from it. <laughs> you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Felix, you do sense that the creature is uh, sneaking up behind you. You can sort of smell this rotten blood on him. Uh, and you are able to, if you choose, outrun him. I gotta go fast. Alright, so you're gonna book it? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get to the crowd as well from where I'm at. So okay. if there's like an opening or anything, I'm like the corridor to go to the... To the crowd. Yeah, you do see as both of you sort of run north uh, in this corridor, you do pass by the doorways into the bars or, or into the apartments in the second floor. And you do see the crowd start to get louder and more visible as you pass by each door. I head that way. So you do enter a, a small room, looks like an apartment as well. Uh, and out the window, you do see you are directly above the crowd. As you look down, you do see that there appear to be two different groups of people. One of them are what you Recognize as wearing the same symbol that Jaminko did. Uh, we know it to be the Strazis. Uh, and the other group appear to be holding pitchforks and snapping pictures. <laughs> Inside you are two wolves. Are there any golems? You do, in fact, see that uh, sort of the, <gasps> the largest figure there is a golem. You see that he is pointing <gasps> in different directions as the mob uh, <laughs> listens to what he has to say. How many character sheets does Bobby get this episode? You tell me right now. <laughs> I actually didn't do that one, but we, we should have. Maybe, maybe we can let... Yeah. Uh, Bobby's made up everything else. Maybe he can make up uh, his abilities <laughs> as we go along. Okay. And, and uh, let, let, let's say uh, you look around the room and you see that you see there's a trophy. It says best pictures. Uh, a picture <laughs> of a, a young girl. It, it's actually a woman and a young girl, but the woman's crossed out. <laughs> and her hair's been removed. <laughs> I imagine that... Papa Cronson, as far as stats, he has like a negative one in everything except for focus, which is like a plus six. Because he gets the best pictures. What about charisma? Nah, he's he's not very charming. (laughs) He's just very well respected. Well, they're paparazzi. Those guys have like negative 10 charisma. I was going to say, you could make charisma the dump stat and add even more to focus. (laughs) Felix, what would you like to do? I want to run up to Papa Cronson. Okay. Uh, Let's get him in here. So, yeah, you're currently you're on the second floor as you steam out the window. Uh, he doesn't see you. All right, I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna jump out the window. Okay, give me dexterity. For that, I have to steal the best pictures trophy. <laughs> right. Oh no. Put it in my satchel, and then a twelve. All right. Uh, you do grab the trophy. Uh, unfortunately, the the window is a lot sturdier than you imagined. Would you like to not take damage or hold on to the trophy? 
I gotta, I gotta have the trophy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if, 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 what if Felix dies this way? <laughs> Open casket. I would it's say like, that's honorable. Just like, <laughs> nicks his carotid artery and he just bleeds <laughs> out in the street. <laughs> uh, give me damage, Felix. It's a six. The trophy sort of starts to slip through your fingers, but then you you quickly bat it back to you with your tail as you fly out of the window. Eno. Yes. You have sort of crushed blaze beneath your body. You sort of hear his ribs crack uncomfortably as he gasps for air. You land next to him. What would you like to do? Lloyd, it was your command to kill him or get him? To kill him. To kill him. Okay. Uh, And I I assume that uh, our connection lets you know how to kill a vampire. Yeah, and you you do see the stake has flown out of his hand. Maybe five feet on the opposite side of Blaze. So is he like incapacitated in a meaningful way? I'm trying to decide if I would try to strike him again, not necessarily, or if I would go for the stake. Yeah, you, okay, there's not an opening, but you do have you you have better footing than he does in the this exact moment. Okay, uh, first thing I want to do is just like pound him with the hammer. Then okay, it is a sixteen. Okay, with a sixteen, uh, you are able to strike down on him. Blaze is going to use diversion, uh, so you you will be able to succeed, but you are no longer allowed to. Use your hammer. What else would you like to do to deal damage? Okay, so uh, even this time, I don't get to use the hammer. Right. Specifically this time. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I guess I would just try to, like, stomp at him. Alternatively, I I feel like a scrap of wood would be something he would have on the trash bandolier. Mm. Maybe not just, like, an outright steak that would be as good and maybe a little more flimsy. But knowing the hammer's not working, I'll try to grab an improvised weapon, wood steak, and stab at him. Okay. Uh, You do grab this sort of... A uh, piece of wood. Uh, you are able to snap it so that there is a sharp end on it. You you plunge the knife into his chest. He is able to jerk away, and it sticks in his shoulder rather than his heart. Okay. Uh, but you again have the better footing. What would you like to do? Uh, I want to go for the stake now. Okay. Let's say not since you got it in the shoulder, you are actually able to grab the stake successfully. So what would you like to do with it? Yeah, I just want to attack him. Okay. With it. Give me strength. That is a sixteen again. With a 16, you are able to drive the stake into his body. Oh, no! <laughs> you suckers are cold. <laughs> Somewhere in, like, the mind palace that we've established of Eno, he's just up there just weeping and looking through the eyes. Banging on the window. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a regular nutter gut scenario. He's just <laughs> silently wailing. All right, yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, we we do see sort of this uh, the street lights casting a shadow of Eno and Blaze against the buildings. Now Eno only standing, uh, and our point of view character in that scenario is gone. So now we are with Felix, who has leaped out <laughs> of a building window. The PvP episodes on this show historically are just like so action packed and and energetic and positive <laughs> and fun. Like they just get you ready. You this know? is positive. <laughs> My kill count is positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you like to, you're, you're sort of flying through the air. Do you have any other plans other than crashing into the mob? I'll try to like rocket jump from up high to slow myself down. Okay. Give me dexterity. Oh, well, that's the 16 for the rocket jump. Oh, I see. That's fine. Yeah. You are able to sort of redirect yourself away from all the pitchforks that are being lifted into the air. Uh, and you do land definitely next to uh, a large golem. Papa Cronson sees his floating trophy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best pictures now? Oh, God! <laughs> uh, he's, <laughs> he has picked up his tripod and is swinging it around as a weapon. <laughs> what did it cost, Papa Cronson? <laughs> uh, he's uh, 
kind of gesturing at his pitchfork guys, trying to uh, get them over to him. I'm going to put the, the trophy in, his, in my backpack, so I assume it turns invisible. It disappears. Right there, that's where the trophy went. That's where, that, get it, get it. <laughs> you can have it back if you do me a solid, Mr. Cronson. Who said that? I'd like to do a focus check for Papa Cronson. Sure. I hear he has a plus five or something. Uh, 16 for Papa Cronson. Uh, would you like to try to avoid his uh, gaze, Felix? Her mate? Yeah, I'm just going to try to move to the side. Okay. Just keep, keep trying to run around behind him. Yeah, keep yourself imperceivable. Where's Uberlord? Is he, like, tearing into the crowd yet? Uh, no, not yet. He's following the floating trophy. Trophy. 16. Uh-huh. All right, well, Gazoo Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah, you see Gazoo Caleb sort of tied to a chair, tape over his mouth. <laughs> Uh yeah, I've drawn a I've drawn a hand that's giving the middle finger on the tape. <laughs> yeah, Gazoo Bobby comes out. He uh cracks his knuckles. Oh man, he's gonna side with Papa Cronson. <laughs> you you know he damn well is. <laughs> he uh he tips. Uh, so Papa Cronson rolled a ten and a one. Uh, he uh takes his pen. That he, he draws a zero he next after to the after the one he draws a zero <laughs> using the using the same pen that he used to draw the middle finger. Oh, <laughs> Caleb's falling then, over in his chair trying to get it free. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like Papa Kronz's eyes just start glowing. Gains <laughs> true sight. You see, you see him uh, just as the portal disappears. You see him give a. Uh, a nice backhand to Caleb in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> we see that uh, there's a like cutaway shot into Papa Cronson's golem body, and at his heart is a lock mechanism. He is just a door lock and has true sight, therefore. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what powers him. That's his heart. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I guess all, right. all that happened was he sees <laughs> he sees Felix. This is a good show. <laughs> so yeah, I guess Papa Cronson's just gonna point at where he knows Felix to be and yeah, get him get him guys <laughs> He took my trophy <laughs> Alright, uh Lloyd, my guess is now our hero. <laughs> uh you look out the window and you see that Felix is sort of in this crowd with pitchforks. Or you see something is in the crowd. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you you perceive a blood signature that you were tracking is in the center of this crowd, uh, along with uh, hundreds and hundreds of other blood signatures. And you look to the left, south, down the street, and you do see Eno as well. Only Eno. Can I communicate with him? Uh, yeah. Would he just come back to me with his task fulfilled or... Uh, I guess that is what a... Do think? Uh, uh, bring so back in, Bobby. A, bring him back in. <laughs> you, you hear a voice in your head that says, What is your willing for me, master? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and he's trying to do... Actually, that sounded really bad. I was just trying to do an Eno version of <laughs> right, the right, Louisiana right. voice that you do. Right. That sounded nightmarish. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, massa, massa. I- <laughs> Stop, stop it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> the lost episode, they call it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, because uh, <laughs> Bobby comes back, I guess. Yeah. And he's just like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Uh, he's wiping blood off of his shirt. <laughs> I think probably uh, he can communicate to Eno, but not the other way around. Eno has a general sense of what is what he's tasked to do, but unless he's like directly commanded. 
Okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna invade Eno's mind then and uh, get the crowd softened up for me. Just in the distance, you hear a totally appropriate and normal voice say, Okay! <laughs> got got it! <laughs> Indubitably! I will do that. I will do that. I will that. do that, sir, is what I always call you. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he heads for the crowd. Uh, Lloyd is just going to try and co- go through the crowd, uh, get to Felix, and he will be passing through solid objects. Are you scalping him? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I will scalp with each and every one of them. Yeah, Felix, you see, you see, sort of this trail of people uh, falling to their knees in elation. Actually, I'm not even going for Felix specifically. I want to be in like the middle of the crowd. Yeah, and you and you do see sort of where these two crowds meet. There, are, there are people bleeding and burning. Uh, Felix, what would you like to do? So, do I see the shadowy figure? Uh, no, you do not. You do, you do perceive where he is based on this line of people who have collapsed to their knees. <laughs> and you do see several paparazzi with pitchforks coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I just take off. Gotta go towards where I'm going. Maybe he'll get lost in the sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna try to head to the rendezvous point. All right. You gotta. You, so it's, currently you're sort of in the middle of the paparazzi crowd. Would you like to rocket jump out or sneak through them? I'll try to sneak through them. Okay. Uh, give me dex. 17. With the 17, you are able to definitely move between their their legs and escape outside of the crowd. Uh, and you're going to continue north, correct? That's the plan. Okay. Uh, RJ, remember him, everyone? Whoa. Okay. Uh, RJ, uh, some time has passed since we last caught up with you. Searching for Cecil's notebook, you've gone on a few adventures uh, in your own right. Are there any physical changes to give us an indication of your adventures? His hair's gray now. Ah, like uh, Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Oh yeah, or like, uh, or like Leland Palmer in season oh, two. Okay, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got like full white. Yeah. Uh, after collecting Cecil's notebook, the ship you traveled home on was filled with Gith refugees, uh, and they weren't exactly welcomed into the High Realm. Uh, but they have agreed to help you. Uh, will you ro- roll a charisma check to see how many have agreed to help you? Ten. Right. You you have ten Gith refugees who have agreed to help you. Uh, and it is, in fact, you and Petite and ten other Gith refugees. Uh, you have found yourself outside of the gate. Question. Uh, sure. Another question. How sexy have uh, Petite and I been getting? Well, how about this, RJ? How sexy do you want to get with Petite? Caleb, you know That's the answer question. to that. You don't <laughs> need to bring okay. Kazoo Bobby back. You know the answer. Uh, give me a charisma check, then. That's a 13. Uh, 13? Uh she has not. Uh, she has noticed your advances, but it is not uh, had paid off in any way. So yeah, you haven't uh, you haven't blown it by any means in any sense of the word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nor has she. <laughs> Correct. So you you find yourself at the northern gate of Pinnacle, and you see that there are these figures dressed in the Strazzi army. This northern section is also home to the quarry. You expect to find Felix and Eno arriving. Any minute? Are there any dead bodies around? No, not not on the outside of the gate. I want to use, uh, when we get up there, I want to use the new mummy bracelet I found. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From the movie The Mummy? Yeah, the, <laughs> it's actually <laughs> called the Mummy Returns bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and you see the, the gate is sort of uh, held hostage by these Strazzi soldiers. Uh, you expect that Felix and Eno will arrive, uh, and you could either assist them in breaking in, or you could head towards the quarry yourself. I'll just help them in breaking in. Okay. So then uh, the wall 
surrounding this gate, or sorry, the wall that is that makes up this gate, uh, you see that there is what appears to be a mountain next to it. You could travel up this mountain to try and get the high ground on the gate, or you could try and walk right through it. You know how good RJ is at uh, <laughs> physical activity, so <laughs> let's uh, let's go up the mountain. Okay, uh, give me dexterity. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, you you make it up the easiest part of this uh, pathway. Uh, he hurt you, his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do eventually. Sort of, your back goes out as you fall. Several stones roll down this mountain path and collapse on the wall. Uh, and you do see some Strazi soldiers look up at you, sort of sound the alarm, but fairly modestly. They're only alerted. Would you like to continue on the way, or would you like to confront them? How many have seen me? Let's say there's just three. I, I do want to use the Mummy Returns bracelet I got. So. <laughs> we, we all know about the Mummy Returns bracelet, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to fight him. Okay. Yeah, you are, you are able to confront them uh, with your Gith partners. You see that you're, you're sort of uh, climbed the mountain enough to get to the roof of this little tiny outpost, the sort of the cornerstone of this wall, and three of them are approaching this cornerstone. What would you like to do from the roof of this cornerstone? What do you think it is? Uh, maybe a focus check to use my mummy returns bracelet? Uh, yeah, focus check, probably. Because you're not uh, casting it yourself, having to use intelligence. The mummy, the bracelet does most of the work, right? Correct. Yeah, that sounds like a focus. Bracelet does most of the work. <laughs> That's, that was the, yeah. <laughs> it's a 10. <laughs> ah, this thing's busted. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, rather than bugs appearing... Just a, a, a small cartoon rabbit uh, you think you see for a brief moment before it disappears. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm going to, let's split our forces. Me and five of the Gith will go on ahead, I guess. And the others will stay and take care of the, the Strazis that have spotted us. Okay. Uh, what would you like Petite to do? Uh, she can come with us. Okay. All right. Yeah, you do see five of the Gith sort of leap off the... Roof of the building land on the Strazi soldiers, uh, and the rest of you sort of carefully climb down from the roof. And you'd like to head towards the gate to help Felix and, in quotes, Eno. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are able to make it there with relative ease. You, you have arrived somewhat late, so you, you kind of expect that Felix and Eno should be there already, uh, but it doesn't appear like they are. How late are they? Let's say they're, they're 10 minutes past the sort of what you would have imagine would be the cutoff point okay uh I'll, i'm gonna give them a few more minutes okay all right felix finally escaping the commotion uh you do make your way to the quarry are you still invisible yes uh, and you do see the quarry is surrounded by a few guards on the outside and you notice that rj is you can barely make him out through a, a small window are the guards uh Strazis? yes let's see if i can take a couple out with a short sword, see if I can get some sneak attacks on him. Okay. There are only three of them, really. What would you like to do the first one? Or all three? All three? I just want to definitely get a backstab in the first one. 19? All right, with a 19, let's say that you you are able to, in fact, what do you do to the first one? Do, like, the, the Skyrim, like, walk up behind him and grab him and slice his throat. Okay. All right, you are able to do so, and with a 19, you're able to do so silently. It seems like the other two don't even notice. I'm going to go to the next one, then. Another 19? And again, you do the same. What do you do with their their bodies? You pile them up? Uh, I will, like, once the third one's... Once I kill the third one. Okay. Then you have one more to go. Ugh, 11. All right, with an 11, would you like to remain silent or kill them successfully? I'll try to remain silent. 
Okay. You are able to grab onto him, quickly jerks away, and he is going to attempt to sort of confusedly tackle you. I'm going to try to dodge him. Give me dex. 12. All right, with a 12, you are able to avoid damage, but he does sort of grab at your legs, sort of grabbing with both hands, confused, but he has your foot tightly in his grip. I'm almost stabbed in the face. <laughs> okay, specifically the face? Yes. Okay. If he's not guarding it, which if he's grabbing my hand, he's definitely not guarding it, but it's just an eight. All right, unfortunately, you, you can't quite pull your knife where you need it to be, uh, and you collapse on the ground, and he is going to sort of grab a hold of your neck and attempt to strike you. If he's got my neck, is he, like, looking at me? Yeah, he's trying to. All right, I'm going to try to fire breath him in the face. Uh, 13. Okay. With a 13, you do damage him, but he is now on top of you on fire. Perfect. He's sort of uh, still on top of you now. He's less focused on hurting you and now sort of patting himself, but rolling on top of you, keeping you grappled. I'm going to try to take a knife out and stab him. Okay. 16. With a 16, you are able to, uh, and you do feel that he dies. RJ! Yeah. You see three people just fall to the ground and one catch on fire. Let's let's do an intelligence check on that. <laughs> okay. That's a 10. I guess I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've got the gith with me and Petit, right? Right. I'm going to have the gith stand in front and uh, I'm going to have Petit back up a little bit. Kind of put a protective hand out in front of her. Okay. Do I see? Do I look? I still see RJ, right? You do. Yeah, I'll just like turn invisible for a second and wave at him. <laughs> Oh, hey! <laughs> it's like a... I call off the gif, and uh... I, I, give him a, I give him a thumbs up, like, stuff's good, and then I'm gonna pile the bodies up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and you do, you do, RJC, that the controls for the gate are in front of you. Alright, what am I looking at? It's sort of, it's like a, one of those little kid steering wheels. It's got, like, a squeaky horn, a little lever. Mm. Uh, an up or no up. <laughs> right. Up or anti-up. Uh, what what position is the lever in? Is it in up or anti-up? <laughs> uh, it's in anti-up, and there's like a, a hairband sort of holding it down. Oh, jeez. Are there any instructions nearby? Holding it which way? Uh, anti-up, sorry. Well, the lever's down in the anti-up position. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take off the hairband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it, it immediately shoots up. <laughs> Anti-anti-up. <laughs> All right, uh, Felix, we see that the gate does, in fact, open. It appears that the Geth on the other side have sort of uh, not been as successful as you guys, uh, but they have drawn a, the crowd away from you. So most of the guards are heading towards the first corner that you've approached. So have I, have I met up with Felix yet? Uh, yeah, at, at the base of this, there's a stairway leading from this uh, gate tower leading down to the entrance itself. So you can meet up with Felix there. I'm going to head towards Felix. Okay, RJ. Will you give me an intelligence check? 21. Okay. Uh, with a 21, you know that to crown a new cellstone queen is as simple as uh, a ceremony and a crowning, a literal crowning of the stone. Okay. You also know through your, your look through Cecil's notebook, there is a spell that caught your eye, uh, and it is called the de-inhabit spell. With it, you can use a dark crystal, and uh, it will... Uh, reset your dimension essentially destroying anyone that is not supposed to be there oh and you know that the dark it requires a dark crystal which would be destroyed two magical artifacts which would also be destroyed uh and <laughs> oh i look down at my mommy bracelet <laughs> <laughs> and a willing soul which uh, by all accounts the soul would be lost through time and space i see so uh, <laughs> it seems like uh you and petite and felix 
Uh, we'll need to decide whether you would like to pursue a dark crystal or continue the fight uh, head on. Do we know how many uh, Strazis invaded? You would expect it to be quite a lot. It, it, it would seem that the number of people that died and their souls got sucked into the Radiant Crystal is the number of portals that was opened oh, across the okay. yeah the Western continent. Okay, so so like millions potentially. <laughs> it could be. Wait, so Eno still has that radiant crystal too. Is that useful in any way? Like in this sort of spell? Yeah. Or? So so RJ also knows that you you probably could use a radiant crystal. Uh, unfortunately, the ones that were used in this multi-dimensional spell have probably their power has been used up. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and Petite is aware of three locations of a dark crystal. Each of you, of course, knows that there is one just outside of the top hat in Dragonfall, presumably still powering a train. It's just very quietly. <laughs> like you, you didn't realize, the audience didn't realize it's been playing the whole time as its own separate track since that episode. <laughs> There's a second one, famously. Uh, one controls the city of Windborn, which is north of the High Realm. And though she can't confirm it, if you're very lucky, there is still one buried in the ruins of the original Emporium in the center of the High Realm. Okay, well, we're not taking the power source for a city. Right. The fl- um, a flying city, you would assume, with a name like Windborn. Just crash a flying city. <laughs> yeah, let's just go to the Emporium, right? How, how far of a journey is it to uh, Dragonfall if we were able to get like an airship or whatever? So as far as the distances are concerned, it would probably be about the same. However, the trip to Dragonfall may be a lot more treacherous, as there are just roads that lead to High Realm. Okay. As opposed to flying through the center of, you know, mountainous Dragonfall. Right. I, I guess we should just try to go to the High Realm. Okay. Uh, and would you like to resolve the Queen Cellstone scenario first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we well, should do that. Won't the, so what destroyed it? Yeah, you, you actually do see now that the it appears that it has been destroyed, maybe blown up. You see there's black soot sort of covering this area that you presume was the Queen Cellstone. Like the Strazis did it? Seems like it. Won't they just do it again? Uh, currently, uh, yeah, you may be right. They would do it again. Currently, you, you have some sort of control over the quarry. I mean, for now, but if like millions of Strazis came well, through. Yeah, we got to like book it to the High Realm. Right. right. And, and it may be that there is a portal here somewhere too. Or, or, or at the very least, an Emporium nearby where they've traveled from. Slipper. I ain't slipping to another dimension. I ain't doing it. <laughs> There's a chance. That... I know one of the lines is, what if you could never go home? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not somebody who likes to have to be fallen upon. Bobby, was that the Enterprise theme? It's been a long, long... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's up to what, Yeah, what's the ritual? What's the crowning ritual? Let's do that first. Do that first? Okay. It, it, it is essentially uh, a, a traditional, like you would expect, a crowning ritual. Unfortunately, you don't know the details, but presumably if you, if you were to sort of do it with enough conviction, it should uh, work as you expect. <laughs> if you can convince the Cellstone Queen that she has been crowned, uh, she will be. All right. So I'm, I'm going to get Petite and Felix and all the gith. And we're all going to form a circle <laughs> and join hands. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and we're going to start chanting, you are alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, 
I guess we're gonna form around the the stone that is to be crowned. Okay. You wanna choose the one right next to the pile? To the blown up one, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take one step over. It's just a hop over to this one, Queen. You are alive. Everyone, you are alive. You are alive. <laughs> alive. All right, I would like uh, both of you give me charisma checks. The the now ever popular charisma check. Can I roll for the gift? Yes, please I'm do. here. <laughs> uh, 13 for Felix. 9, 16, and modifier for the gift. All right. And petite, too. Yeah. All right. Despite uh, RJ's uh, feigned conviction. You are alive. <laughs> you are alive. Uh, you see Petite grab the uh, blackened crown from the ground and place it on top of the rock. Uh, and you do you do see a big pair of lips appear on the rock itself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lip- like a queen. Lipstick yeah. lips. I have to thank you, gentlemen, for saving me. Uh, sure thing. I have many stories to tell. Uh, well, really quick, we probably... Is there any way... Could you just text us those stories? Yes, I can. You hear... All right, let's go, guys. And whatever, and whatever. Yeah, just a chorus of... Yeah, she's just constantly sending you messages that never stops. Okay, but while you're doing that, is there? Can we move the cellstone queen? Uh, she is incredibly large. Well, we should have thought about that before we did that. Can we like need to blow this one up and start it again? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> what if we put like a what if we put like a fake mustache on her? No, no. Like I know for a fact that the Strassies are not that smart. <laughs> we saw Hansen, and we know we know Sergeant Felix. Well, I know. The listeners know Sergeant Felix yeah. isn't that smart. What if we what if we draw what if we color her yellow so she sort of looks like straw? I mean, what if we cover <laughs> her in straw? Okay. Do we have any straw? Has has the world been overrun with straw? I, well? assume, I assume Strazis would bring they need straw for the fire straws. Yeah. Right? And, well, true. and their clothes are made of straw. And, and everything <laughs> that they use yeah, is made you, of straw. You, yeah, you see there's sort of these barrels that say straw on it, and there's straw in that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we take some of the straw barrels and dump straw on her. Okay. Glue some to her. <laughs> this okay. is this is for your own good. Ha ha hee ha. I think that's just the default cellstone tone. Oh, it definitely. <laughs> Alright. She is sufficiently covered. Okay. And then we put a mustache on the <laughs> on the straw. <laughs> just a large hay bale with a mustache, nothing to see here. And yeah, uh, we're going to hightail it to the ruins of the High Realm Emporium. Yep. Okay. Uh, and and leaving the gate, you are able to, you find the, the carriage, the stone mobile that you came here in, RJ, you and Petite. Do we need to do anything about Eno? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Where is Eno? He, he and Lloyd are like, I assume, devouring this crowd. <laughs> Who's Lloyd? He's a, he's a vamp, he's the vampire guy I think Eno asked you about. Yeah, so he is. Wait, Eno's evil now? I yeah, knew he, I didn't like him. <laughs> he got in, he got enthralled. Wait till he gets a taste of my mummy returns bracelet. <laughs> Which will well, I'll keep with me through many adventures. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get use out of it until it's gotta get blowed up. <laughs> he remembers all the good times they had together. 
that time when he did not successfully make bugs. Yeah, there's a quick flashback to me and the bracelet on a swing set. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wait, where is he? We'll go get him. Where well, is he? We have to. It's not too good. There's also like a mean paparazzi man. I stole his trophy. Oh yeah, Papa Cronson. Yeah, he Papa. takes the best pictures. Yeah, yeah, no, I I read the newspaper. Thanks, Felix. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm well aware of Papa Cronson. All right, well, you probably saw me on there, right? Hmm? No, I oh. didn't see you. Oh. <laughs> what quality of pitches do you take? Um, hey, what... <laughs> all right. What happened to Jaminko that we kidnapped? He died. I, I think Lloyd ate his blood out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was for the best. So, basically... <laughs> <laughs> Like the two sons will come up and he'll either blow up or be sent back to normal, and then Eno will be back to normal. Presumably, yes. I, I, it will depend. It will depend on what sort of ramifications that much power has on Lloyd. Do we need to wait for the sun to come up then? What time is it? Probably one more hour, and the sun will come up. Not long. So I mean, by the time. But the cell stones work now, so we could just text Eno in an hour and tell him what we're <laughs> tell him what's up. You good? Question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If, you, if you guys want to, like, get a move on to the, you know, stopping the Armageddon or whatever. If we want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, you're coming with I mean, us. I'm not going to make you. And. Yeah. What? Wait. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I only know one. I'm just a professor. I understand that, but I only know one magical artifact right now. <laughs> I put my arms behind <laughs> me. What? Uh... <laughs> yeah, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> Oh, I, I do have this burnt wand. It probably counts. What about the super dude helmet? I, what, what super dude helmet? Yeah, <laughs> what super dude helmet? Yeah, two I, selfish I, young men having a conversation and right the now. And the took took over the universe. <laughs> <laughs> One planet at a time. I have, we have Lil Sour. We're, we're not getting rid of Lil Sour. Quit being, Is it the soul or the artifact? Quit being such a jerk, Felix. And just give up the helmet. I have I have my entire right arm around my wrist, my left wrist. <laughs> well, maybe, it's like spiraled up like a snake. Maybe we'll see some magic stuff on the way, but you are coming with us. Okay. Petite. Yeah? You you don't have to come. It's not going to be safe for you. Way ahead of you. You see she's riding on a horse away. No, wait. Wait. Petite that probably is looks kind of weird. Petite is on a horse. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? People can ride horses. <laughs> um, well, but we do need somebody to like tell us the lay of. Uh, I guess it's she'll thing. have to text us. She's gone. <laughs> what if she was on the shoulders of some dude with a human body and a horse head, <laughs> and he's just running? <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it's like the remaining parts of a centaur. So like just a head and feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. I, I, yeah, I, I guess let's go, Felix. We'll we'll text Eno in an hour when the sun comes up and. <sighs> We gotta oh. stop the end of the world again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys are gonna head to the High Realm. Yeah. Okay. So it'll take about three hours to travel there. So in the meantime, let us catch up with our our new gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Lloyd, Eno, and the new captor, Papa Cronson. <laughs> uh, you have about you 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 know that you have about an hour left in this form, Lloyd. 
You also know that if you go deep enough in the ground or someplace dark enough, you could avoid transforming back. If that's even something oh. you might be interested in. I guess how bloodthirsty is Lloyd? <laughs> like, uh... So uh, it's going to come down to, I would say your bloodthirst, the literal, literal hunger that you have, has been yeah. fairly sated because of all the lives that you've taken. Okay. Uh, however, it will depend on how Lloyd is uh, affected by the sense of power that he now has. Okay. And, you know, you, ha- you have this sort of intense urge to impress your new master. Uh, and it seems like Papa Cronson is sort of trying to edge you out. <laughs> Did you know that on the set of the most recent Ziggy movie, most effects were practical, but not all? The cat that's seen frequently throughout the later scenes in the film was actually a fox man wearing a mocap suit. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Eno. <laughs> I guess. I guess that you- is most illuminating. <laughs> He hugs himself and goes, ee! <laughs> and then I guess if you want to, Bobby, you can also be Papa Cronson trying to impress your other character, oh, Lloyd. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out whether, what Lloyd would do. Okay. And you can always roll for it. Let's do a focus check to see, let's say if it's a, if it's over a 10, he is just going to ride out the last hour and then change back, knowing that he's not going to have this power anymore. And if it's under a 10, he's going to try and avoid it. Okay. All right, it's an 8. We're going underground, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you give me an intelligence check, you know? Or sorry, not you know. Uh, well, actually, no, both of you give me intelligence checks. All right. Yeah, you can help him out. He's your master. Back in this. No. Uh, nine for Eno. Three for Lloyd. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfortunately, you cannot think of any good place to hide underground so you're gonna have to figure something out yourself well papa cronson he might know <laughs> oh yeah all right give me a roll oh. papa <laughs> uh papa what yeah, are you rolling he's, papa he's got a negative one yeah. unless focus would help him in some way no, uh that's a six <laughs> no unfortunately you have to macgyver this one lloyd how scared does he have this crowd uh how uh, how many how many of them did he leave alive Probably not very many. <laughs> yeah, the the few men that are still alive, some of them just sort of cowering underneath the, the blood and viscera. So I tell them that I'll leave them alive if they pledge themselves to me. And then I uh, I try to compel all of them. Uh, we don't have. To, I guess we don't have to roll for it yeah. since that'll take forever. Yeah, well, let's just say you, given enough time, you were able to. Okay, so using my new army, we're going to try and find the... Uh, the largest building around. Okay. Uh, and you do you do see that there is an incredibly large building. It is Adventure Emporium HQ. Okay. Does it have a basement? Uh, you can't tell from the outside, but it, it presumably it, it could or would. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's try to break in. Yeah, you are able to easily just grab the handle of the door and rip the door away. You are able to get into the building, and you do see that there is a basement that is used to park stone mobiles. Okay, um, so we're all, we're all going to head to the basement. Okay. We're going to go as deep as we can, and then I'm going to have everyone basically perform like a protective shield <laughs> around, a protective body shield around me, <laughs> and we'll just have to, we'll just hope that that is uh, cut off enough from the eyes of God. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure, sure Lloyd, <laughs> this is just your own little sick thing you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Meat shield. <laughs> 
Okay. Felix and RJ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you do come upon the blackened ruins of Jamenko's Adventure Emporium next to the flying fish. And it does appear to be sort of this pile of rubble and soot. So uh, do we know when when was this destroyed? Uh, give me an intelligence check. Also, is the flying fish okay? Uh, yes. In, in fact, as you sort of leave Pinnacle, you're sort of disturbed by how normal everything is in the High Realm. That's a 22 for intelligence. Okay. You do know that it was perhaps uh, not quite a decade ago that the building burned down, but close to it. Close to a decade ago. Yeah, so I guess we're going to search through the rubble. Okay. Uh, give me focus check. 17. Okay. Then I would like uh, Grayson, Cyril, oh, and oh, Gil what? to name three keepsakes that would be left in this emporium. Uh, Grayson, Grayson's bow tie is one of them. <laughs> Gil. Uh, it's Gil, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not even, yeah. <laughs> not even Cecil. Yeah. No. Uh, Cyril's special edition stone boy would still be there. <laughs> Gil's boots. <laughs> so he's, yeah. Gil's goo. <laughs> G- yeah, Gil's uh, diary that reads, I'd never want to turn into goo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I sure hope I don't get gooed later in life. <laughs> in like a few weeks, I yeah. guess. Dear diary, getting on a boat today, I love not being goo. <laughs> <laughs> especially blue goo <laughs> alright so you do find some keepsakes uh, and you notice that there there is sort of this trap door that leads down into a kind of basement we gotta go yeah alright you, you open the door and it does appear fortunately for you that the basement as far as you can tell seems untouched we're gonna post a couple gif up here at the entrance too okay you see that there are Sort of these old t-shirts uh, with Jamaica's Adventure Emporium printed poorly on them. One that has all the heroes dressed up as sushi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and a weird one that's yellow that doesn't, uh, you don't quite get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you see that there is a vault door, what appears to be a vault. Is it a like a combination? Is there like a pad on there? It does. Keypad or anything? It does appear to be a sort of an, an old-timey, non-magical combination lock how many what how many numbers yeah uh, it seems like three yeah it's sort of the rolly kind there are three numbers man we should have brought petite <laughs> uh try six seven one <laughs> and then try zero five five <laughs> <laughs> we try those <laughs> All right. uh, unfortunately neither of those numbers work six seven one have some fun <laughs> and didn't that didn't work and jamaico's favorite number is 55 Oh, did you try sh fifty five? Oh no, we tried fifty five. Okay, can we try sh fifty five on there? Yeah, and as you do uh, change the five to a, an S and an H, uh, it does. You hear a click. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know that? I uh, <laughs> I just look. I look at Felix, and I'm like, I still got it. Then <laughs> we turn it and we open. <laughs> open the vault. All right, and inside, uh, it, it does appear to be uh, very, very empty, save for a small collection of flowers that are growing in this sort of dark basement area. Uh, and you do see that there is a dark crystal. All right, well, we found it. So we just need a willing soul, because we have your bracelet, and we have this wand. We what, don't need, what bracelet? We don't need anything else. 
Is there any magical stuff laying around? Uh, outside of the flowers, you don't see anything else in this room. Well, what kind of flowers are they? Uh, give me intelligence. I got a 10. 11. <laughs> uh, you do recognize that they are some kind of fruit. Like oh, a God. story fruit, perhaps? Perhaps. <laughs> Wait, is there a big ear around? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. uh, sorry, I, yeah, I, I neglected to mention that there's a giant ear. <laughs> a giant ear. Uh, RJ goes over and listens to the ear. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the ocean, I guess. Do I know the ritual? You believe you do, yeah. Do I have it written down or anything? Uh, it, it is written. It, it's one of the few sections of Cecil's notebook that you are able to decipher. And it seems, it seems like the benefit of this spell is that the user himself doesn't need to be magical in nature. All right, so I start drawing a, a an outline on the ground. Hand over that wand, will you, Felix? Yeah, uh, but we still don't have a willing soul. Yeah, we do. And then I hand <gasps> I hand Felix the book, and I stand inside. I stand in the circle. What? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Make a little sour do it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Felix. I couldn't live with myself killing millions of people. This is the only way to do it. Oh, not like you, So you're going to put it on me. <laughs> this is so like you, RJ. I hope you disappear into time and space. <laughs> I, I guess I'm like I'm finishing inscri- inscribing this spell. It's like, enjoy the ride, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, whatever I have to do to finish the spell. And then I, I look down, and then I, go, I look up, and I, I go like, maybe I will, maybe someday I'll return. And then I look at my bracelet, just like the mummy return. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, man. And as you do uh, crash these two items together, RJ, uh, the wand sort of gets obliterated and nothing happens. So is it just like ash or something? Yes. It it sort of turns into this almost as if it had been burned, turned into coals as it collapses, falls apart. And then I look over to Felix and I squint. Hang on. <laughs> I take out my nail bat from uh, the sentient nail bat. The from, sentient nail okay. bat. See if this works. <laughs> can you can you uh, refresh my memory of what a sentient nail bat is? It's the nail bat with the living screws in it. Yeah, it's living screws. Ah, in the okay, okay. And then I say, "Oh my god, I almost forgot." I reach into my backpack. I pull out. Jack- <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank, thank God that didn't work. I pull out Jack off in the box, and I hand it no. to Felix, and I go, "Please take take good care of him." <laughs> I I like reach out and grab with my fingertips and put him in the satchel. <laughs> Do you put is is little sour also in the satchel? Oh, <laughs> oh God, you again! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I step back in the circle. Okay. I shake up, slap myself on the face, and then I smack them together. All right. Uh, and in an instant, in a bright flash of light, RJ is gone, Felix. Uh, RJ, almost immediately you feel sort of this cool air blow past you, uh, and you can smell the, the smell of uh, fresh grass and lavender. You see in front of you, you're, you appear to be, uh, appeared in sort of, sort of forest. You feel something sort of hit you in the back of the foot. As you look down, you see that there is this basket sort of wiggling and writhing. Okay, uh, what's in the basket? It, it, fin- it seems like it's uh, this wad of blankets, and as you, you pull it out, you see that there is a tiny fox. Oh my god. <gasps> I, I pick him up. 
Okay, and, and you you hear coming from uh, behind you a voice. Is that yours? And you you see a man who is missing an ear. Yeah, he's mine. The end. Oh, you guys. <laughs> everybody that was a lot of fun had fun 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 you you played the whole time had fun (laughs) that's right you should try playing along next time see if you can find a way to insert your character on the go (laughs) i'm still just sad that bobby had to give up one of his 19 player characters (laughs) don't worry he'll make more well we got uh we got kazoo bobby i think he has earned a spot (laughs) yeah He's in it. What about your secret winners, Bobby? Uh, well, it's Malakar, who for six hours had to go <laughs> without having everyone's brain on speed dial. Uh, oh, his one. head had to explode in that moment. Just the void left, you know. But he, it was restored. Yeah. So, so now he's a uh, he's flying high. <laughs> and my secret password is Eliza's horoscope. Hey, that's for me. That's for him. I don't know what that <laughs> is. For that. That's for Caleb. And David also knows what it was. <laughs> That's not for Spencer. Spencer, what about you? Uh, my secret winner is those hot, toasty, fresh out the oven beds. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> All right. In yeah, the yeah. apartments above Drinker. Um, and my secret password is, Papa, where are you Cronson, Papa? <laughs> Papa pretty good what about you whoever's next uh, it's a uh, it's caleb's turn oh okay uh my secret winner is lloyd's flesh cocoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't i can't wait to see what kind of butterfly he turns into that uh well it's gonna it's gonna say pappy on these nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh lloyd's I'm with it this week lloyd's flesh cocoon is also his prog rock band and my secret password is Patink Inkin Dinka Dada Kid Adinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then do like a job of the hut laugh Patink Inkin Dava Dinky Dinka Dinky. What are you doing? Uh, I was going to say my secret winner was Jack Off in the Box. Mm. But, oh, hell yeah. But <laughs> Let's I, get back to it. I think that it no, is... No, no, you, you said it. <laughs> you has to be. But it's fine then. As obvious winner is uh, Baby Felix that gets taken care of by RJ. Because <gasps> he gets to exist in a world that doesn't have 
uh, jack off in the box. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Wait, how <laughs> dare you? Uh, I'm just going to find a way to make another jack off in the box. Yeah. And my secret password is Lil Sour is the Amy Rose of the no. Sonic Adventure 2 spinoff. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she can't be Sonic. She, Sonic. Well, she's like a, she she's like a chow, right? What's that? What's that? Cake, cream or cakey? Yeah, you're right. Cream the bunny and cheese, cheese. is her show. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a good show. Thanks for listening, everybody. But before you go. <laughs> Final episode. <laughs> says now that our hero RJ is gone. Send us, uh, send us some character sheets of characters you want Bobby to play. <laughs> no one man can come up with all the characters he'll be playing. And we'll, we'll pick the best ones. And, the uh, best ones. <laughs> we're going to need a minimum of five. Yeah, we're we're going to pick the best five for him to play each episode. We're on Anchor. We're on Twitter at, at Quest for Adventure. Yeah. Oh, so close. <laughs> close. Uh, just go to our link tree, link dot, uh, wait, linktr.ee slash quest for adventure, not Great Goblinis NFT collection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the memory. If you hit NFTs, you've gone too far. <laughs> Way too far. That's just true of life. Inf- yeah. Inf- yeah, NFTs <laughs> or community has truly gone too far. <laughs> Genetic engineering, that's not too far. <laughs> Keep NFTs, going, humanity. Yeah, that's NFT- like the turning into a salamander of real life. <laughs> Getting an NFT. Which is also, yeah, of which. we have a a new Patreon episode up uh, about poor man sliders, a.k.a. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear us talk about that for a bit, uh, while all of us, all four of us, four different individual people eat guacamole. That's correct. Yeah, we all did it. I ate guacamole today. <laughs> But, not, Weird. but not two uh, days in a row. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Not during the or a big game. Well, I did eat during the big game. <laughs> you you did. What about eat? the day before? You you can't the, eat two days in a row. Never did, the I, day before or I, after. Yeah. Am I a pile of ash, Spencer? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you next season. Oh yeah. It's on the rise, I know it, it's on the rise, it's on the rise, I know it, I know it. It's on the rise, I know it, it's on the rise, it's on the rise, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. The quest for adventure. It's on the rise, I know it, I know it. The quest for adventure. It's on the rise, I know it, I know it, I know it. Um, whenever we were at the movies last night, I had what may have been like one of the top five worst movie viewing experiences I ever had. Yeah, ours ours was pretty bad too. Uh-huh. It's it just you put a, a superhero in something and <laughs> Yeah. Man, uh, it was the first time I'd ever heard someone answer their phone and take the call. Like, they <laughs> had a conversation. And he he then proceeded to fall asleep. And then his oh daughter... Oh my god, the guy the guys in front of us fell asleep too. <laughs> <laughs> this movie isn't 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, and then they left. Um, about 
maybe 45 minutes to an hour in, which may not sound terrible, but the Batman is seven hours long. Um, <laughs> and so they did not see very much. There was a guy who sat in our row at the very end. It wasn't crowded at all. There were like maybe 15 people in the theater. So he had he had his choice of where to sit, but he sat on the very <laughs> end of the row. So you have to like sidle by him as you come in. And then he went to get popcorn, I think, four times during the movie. <laughs> so he had four buckets of popcorn. <laughs> so, yeah, so he went to a coma, is what you're saying. Well, I don't know how I don't know how much of the last bucket he ate because there was like maybe a bucket's worth like on the seat and on the ground in his area <laughs> when we left. So I think he ate like three buckets and then <laughs> like had to what is it? dissolved into butter everywhere. There was there was a sniper in the projector room that was like Jeremy, you have to eat six buckets of popcorn or I'm going to kill you. And yeah. so he was like kind of getting it all over himself. Like it was falling to the floor. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, with uh, Die Hard 3 when he has to go to like the streets and wear that sign. It's like that. You th- three, five, exactly four buckets. <laughs> four buckets of popcorn. Mm-hmm. This is good podcast. <laughs>